Hello, hello, and welcome to episode five of Wrenching on the Level. I am your host, Mike Molesky. Today, we're going to be discussing the automotive industry and the diagnostic charge. What does it mean when the shop says we have to charge you for a diagnostic versus going to the auto parts store and getting a free diagnostic? Why is one free and the other cost money? Usually a good bit of money. That's what we're going to talk about today. Let's get to work. All right, so you go into your car one of these frigid mornings. You start it up to let it warm up, and all of a sudden you see your check engine light flashing. The car's starting to sputter a little bit, running rough, making some weird noises. You go, oh, man, this is exactly what I need. I'm already running late for work. So you're irritated. You call the local shop and you ask, hey, my check engine light's on. What do I need to do? And they say, well, we have to schedule you in. Luckily, we can get you in this afternoon. And uh, it'll be a $100 charge for the initial diagnostic. And you say, what? A hundred (sighs) bucks? Whatever. I need it done. Okay. You go to work. One of your co-workers likes to pretend he's a car guy. He put an air freshener in his mom's Jeep the other day. And he says, hey, you know, that's a ripoff, man. The Advance Auto down the street will do a diagnosis for free. You just give him your license and they give you the tool and you can plug it in. It'll tell you what's wrong. This is what happens day in day out, every day as an automotive repair shop owner. We get multiple phone calls and inquiries about warning lights, diagnosing engine troubles, suspension noises, you name it. When a person calls my shop, it's okay, you have an engine light on we're going to have to get you in, plug it in pull the codes out of it and do some initial testing to figure out the root cause of why that engine light's on. And yeah, I don't have a testing package. I sell diagnostic work by the hour. What we do is we start with an initial hour of time and uh, we go from there. So the customer will then rebuttal with, I already had the code read at Advance Auto and it says I need a mass airflow sensor. So how much to put a mass airflow sensor in? And then you come to find out that it's a P0171 system lean fault that does not directly compute to, I need a mass airflow sensor anyhow. No check engine code directly states this thing is broken. It's not how it works. So at this point, the customer is thinking to themselves, wow, this garage wants to charge me to do the exact same thing that the parts store did for free. And that's where the miscommunications and misconception come from. When I say diagnostic and testing, that means that I'm physically going to perform the test to help me deduce the root cause of the issue that's creating the engine light. Advanced Auto did what's called a code read. They pulled your code 
They look at a list of things related to those codes as common failures and try to sell you a part to fix it. They are a part store. Their job is to sell you parts. My job is to fix your car. Selling you a part is a bonus, but my main goal is to fix the car. So the car has a P0171 lean fault as well as a misfire. So we're going to have to diagnose the cause of the lean condition first because it could be causing the misfire. So what does the free service from the parts store do with this? They scan the car. P0171, P0300. System lean and a random misfire. They say, okay, well, this list we have on our computer says it could be the mass airflow sensor, the intake manifold, the throttle body, the throttle body position sensor, the in the idle air control valve, the bank one sensor, one oxygen sensor, the catalytic converter, the intake manifold, the entire engine, the cylinder head, and a burnt valve. How about we sell you the mass airflow sensor and the front oxygen sensor, and you can see if that fixes it. Your cost will be $400. You buy those parts, you get a friend to put them on, still doesn't fix your issue. You're $400 plus a case of beer in the hole. You go to the repair shop, you pay them the $100 diagnostic and or testing fee, whatever they like to call it. They call you back in an hour and say, we have found that your cylinder three injector, fuel injector, is not firing. The reason it is not firing is because there is no power going to that fuel injector. We trace the wiring of the fuel injector back to a point in the harness where it was rubbing on an engine mount and the wire was broken. We can repair that wire for you. It will only cost you an additional half hour of service labor. So in total, let's say the shop's $100 an hour, $150 plus tax for the repair. The professional pinpointed the root cause of the issue. The parts store sold you parts. You pay the professional for diagnostic labor to pinpoint problems so that your time and money is not wasted on guesses. Now, many, many people have had bad experiences with bad shops that have bad diagnostic technicians where they did just pull the, um, pull the codes and fire the parts cannon and looked at what potentially sticks. A good shop that trains in diagnostic testing theory, operations, they'll do a good job and they stick out like a sore thumb as people that like to take care of business. However, that is not the industry as a whole. And sometimes you do have run into bad eggs like you do with everything. This is where reading reviews and getting uh, references comes in handy. And don't forget, you're allowed to call a shop and interview them to see if you like what they have to say. Um, even as a shop owner, I completely understand why one should do that. And it would be beneficial for both parties to find out if they're going to be a good fit for each other. Because not every person is my customer and not every repair shop is your repair shop. So feel free to do those things to make sure that you guys are on the right path together. 
you know, it's 5.20 in the afternoon. I'm driving home from work. And just today, I had a 2013 Audi TT with a P0171 system lean code. Uh, what I determined was a internal vacuum leak caused by a faulty PCV oil separator. On that note, I also discovered a failed rear main seal due to the PCV valve failure. And that's a shame because it's a very expensive fix for this car. So your due diligence as a repair shop to come up with fixes and paths for the customer to take are very important. For example, the PCV valve assembly is roughly $150. Uh, the labor to replace it's roughly a half hour or so. So let's say $50, $60 in labor. Now, if I didn't know any better, I would have sold him that, put it on the car. We would have had to wait for a day, an extra day for the parts to show up. All for me to find out that now it was going to start dripping oil profusely from the bottom of the engine, from the rear main seal because I had remedied the vacuum leak, which is going to increase pressure in the crankcase. This issue was found. So I could say, listen, this is what you're looking at overall. You have to do both of these fixes. Imagine if I called you and you approved $200 in repair just to have me call you back and say you need to spend another 2000 you wouldn't be very happy, but with the proper testing and proper communication, this customer was made aware of everything at once, and we were able to make a decision on how to move forward together, and that's how it's supposed to be. Does it always play out that way? No. This isn't a perfect world. I'm not a perfect technician, and uh, I will admit whenever there's uh, mistakes made and things overlooked, it happens. We're all human. But making sure that you do your job like that is where your quality and your value comes from. The value in diagnosing it right the first time is worth the extra hour of labor. If the client doesn't see it that way, well, they might not be a right fit for your business. Not everyone is everyone's customer. Not everyone is everyone's shop. It is very important for the shop to maintain the perspective that they have a lot of time and money invested into training and preparing to diagnose vehicles, and they deserve to make their money back and profit on that service. For example, heading to a training event that's a week long can cost $3,000. One scan tool, $4,000. Most of us shops have anywhere from two to eight scan tools, and they can range anywhere from $3,500 to $40,000 per tool, depending on the make you're working on. Your lab scopes cost a couple thousand dollars a piece. Your multimeters are a couple hundred dollars a piece. Your terminal kits, your J2534 programming communication box, the training it takes to learn how to use the programming equipment, key cutters, TPMS tools, smoke machines. I have two smoke machines. One cost nearly $4,000. The other one still costs almost $900.
We use smoke machines to find uh, vacuum leaks, air leaks, even exhaust leaks. It's like a really fancy fog machine. However, the point of the matter is that there is an exuberant amount of money that is invested into the diagnostic process for repair shops, and they deserve to make their money back because they use these quality tools to help them fix your vehicles faster. So there you have it, a brief introduction into why diagnostic charges are applied when sometimes you may see a free diagnostic somewhere else. Remember, nobody works for free and they shouldn't have to. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Please like, follow, subscribe, ask questions on Spotify or Anchor, wherever it applies. Or if you uh, want to send me something on social media, I would love to be responding to the listeners and answering specific questions to help create content if possible. So thank you very much for listening to another episode of Wrenching on the Level. I'm your host, Mike Molesky.